0: This is Jewel Bejavarpu, and you're listening to the Infertility Life Coach Podcast, Episode 14. Welcome to the Infertility Life Coach Podcast, a show for smart, type A millennial women who want to get off the emotional roller coaster of infertility for good. If you want to learn how coaching can prime your body and mind for pregnancy, then this is the show for you. I'm your host, Jewel Bejavarpu and I am an infertility and endometriosis warrior, as well as a certified life coach. Are you ready? Let's go! Hello my friends, how are y'all doing today? I started working out a few weeks ago with a personal trainer, so I am a little sore sitting here and recording this. It has been so much fun though, because I took a long break from working out after I did the Dutch test, which is a urine test that tells you how your hormones are being metabolized. I found out from that test that I had no cortisol levels, and that CrossFit was eating up my cortisol and reproductive hormones. Now I love CrossFit, but I decided to take a break. So now I'm working out differently than CrossFit, but it is going to keep my hormone production up and working. This week's episode is going to be short but sweet. Well, maybe not that short. It is all about laparoscopic surgery and everything you wish you knew before laparoscopic surgery. How many of you listening have had this surgery done? How many of you are going to get it done? It is a fairly common surgery for women struggling with infertility. I had the surgery done after having symptoms of endometriosis my entire life. I was terrified of the surgery and originally thought I would just adopt rather than go through with it. But it ended up being the best decision of my life. Now, I'm not saying it is the right decision for everyone, but for me, it was. Another caveat is that this is my own experience. I am sharing it with you because I wish I had known someone to talk to before I had surgery. So I'm going to tell you what laparoscopic surgery is, why you get it, and how to prepare for it mentally and emotionally so you won't be terrified, stressed out, or anxious like I was before I got coached on my fears. So let's start out with what it is. Laparoscopic surgery, or keyhole surgery, is also called minimally invasive surgery. It is an operation performed on the pelvis with the assistance of a camera. The key element is the use of a laparoscope, which is a long fiber optic cable system that allows viewing of the affected area by snaking the cable from a more distant but easily accessible location. The doctor uses the tools attached to the end of the laparoscope to manipulate the tissues or remove any of them. The doctor usually makes a few incisions. In my case, I had five incisions that were less than a half an inch long. Two were by my hips or ovaries. Two were about two inches closer in, and then one above my belly button. So why do you get the surgery done? Well, normally, if you have a pelvic or abdominal pain... And have tried other non-invasive methods like I did. Often you get it done if you are thought to have endometriosis and have the symptoms. That being said, I know many women who have not had pelvic or abdominal pain and still got the surgery. And they found endometriosis or some of them they didn't. I had very bad painful periods to the point where I was throwing up and taking days off of work ever since I was 12. I also had digestive issues, fatigue, bowel issues nausea, extremely bad PMS, and I was actually diagnosed first with PPMD, which stands for premenstrual dysphoric disorder. Those symptoms include anger and irritability, depression, sore breasts, extreme moodiness, insomnia, feeling out of control, skin inflammation and itching, bloating, hot flashes, fainting, and easy bruising, all of which I had. (laughs) All of these symptoms did go away, though, with my surgery, which was amazing. So how did it all go down? I'm going to give you the play-by-play so you know what my experience was. And if you're listening to this and going to have surgery, I hope you will feel more comfortable and know exactly what will happen, or pretty close to what will happen. I had surgery during COVID, so my husband didn't come in with me but dropped me off at the surgery wing of the hospital. They took my temperature, and I sat in a waiting room for about 30 minutes until I got called in. Then I got in the hospital gown. Open sides goes in the back, my friends. (laughs) And then the nurse came in to give me the IV. We talked about when I last had eaten, it hadn't been for about 24 hours, and the medications and supplements I was on and had taken the day before. After that, the anesthesiologist came in. He asked if I got nauseous on roller coasters. I kind of laughed and I informed him that I could not even go on a kiddie roller coaster and I'm a horribly nauseous person in general. So I got a seasickness patch as well as anti nausea medication through the IV. Best decision ever, my friends, because I did not throw up after the surgery or feel nauseous at all. They also gave me anti anxiety medication while I was being wheeled into the OR as well as the extra blanket, because they keep the OR so cold. Ask for the extra blanket. After they helped me on the table, I was out. That was the last thing I remember, getting on the table. The next thing I knew, I was awake in recovery. They did put a catheter in so I could pee during the surgery and a tube down my throat. I realized this afterward as my throat was sore and I had to pee immediately when I woke up. I was not in a lot of pain immediately afterward, but was sore. The doctor did stop by and tell me the results. During my surgery, they found cysts, polyps, and that both of my tubes were blocked. They found adhesions and scar tissue. They were able to unblock one tube and remove all the other things. They gave me a folder with pictures of the surgery and its findings. It took me a few days before I could look at them and the instructions for aftercare. The pain started kicking in about 30 minutes after I woke up. But thankfully, they gave me prescribed heavy-duty painkillers that were based on opioids as well as heavy-duty Advil. Hindsight 2020. I would have skipped the opioid painkillers because I can see why people get addicted. I felt myself getting addicted by the third day taking them and stopped immediately. And then from there on out, I just took the Advil. So that's my advice. Just take the Advil. So how was the recovery? That is the most common question I get asked. It took me about one week to not be in pain, and about two weeks until I was back to normal. Now, this is different for everyone. This is just my experience. It was extremely hard at the beginning to lie down. I actually couldn't for the first few days because of the stitches on my stomach. So I sat in bed in a sitting position for about a week. Now, your butt really hurts and gets sore when you can't change positions, I even had a little step stool because it was hard to get up and lie down. Pretty much, it was hard to do anything unassisted because you need your abs for all of it. My husband was amazing and supported me through it all. He helped me walk after the first few days. And yes, you do need to get up and walk, even if it's just the bathroom. You will need support and probably have to bend over while walking, but it will get better with time. After the first five days, I was walking unassisted, slowly but unassisted. I think it took me a whole week before I could take my dog on a short walk again. I highly suggest you take it easy. Eat bland foods. A toast was my go-to. You will also bleed for three to four days. Take home some hospital underwear, my friends. They are amazing. I think that was the best part of the surgery, was the hospital underwear. I asked for five pairs, and I'm not going to lie, I have kept them. They are so comfortable. Another question I get asked is when do you take off the band-aids? I took mine off the day after surgery, but you leave the white tape on until it falls off. Now, again, your instructions might be different from mine, so follow your doctor's advice and not this podcast. I'm just telling you what my experience was and what my doctor told me to do. I also get asked a lot when will the scars fade? Mine took a month for them to initially fade and And I still have light pink lines now. Maybe they'll eventually turn white, or maybe they might not, but it does take a while. I have embraced them fully, and I'm not afraid to wear bikinis. I was at the beginning, but now I'm not. Now, what about the results you say? This surgery changed my life, as I said. I had my period 10 days afterward, and I had no pain, zero. I was amazed. I had never, ever experienced a period with zero pain. I was like, what? This is what I have been missing out on my whole life? It was a huge relief. And I have since had no pain or very minimal cramping and a much lighter period that is a good color red with minimal clots. It has been a lifesaver. I can now go out and live my life and do my work. I don't dread that time of the month and have anxiety about when, I will get my aunt Flo and what I will have to cancel. The other thing I want to add is that I have some PTSD for my horrible periods, and maybe you might too. That surprised me. So if you are struggling with endo or have horrible period pain, be aware of this. In the second cycle, I took Advil because I was afraid at any moment the pain would start. I found myself worrying and had to remind myself that I could actually schedule a doctor's appointment while on my period. I constantly had to rewire my brain and remind myself I was okay now. I wasn't going to experience pain. I want to tell you the three key strategies and thoughts that helped me go from scared, crying every time I thought about the surgery, to calm, confident, and in control. The first strategy is to brain dump all your current fears and thoughts about the surgery. What are the worst case scenarios? Write them down. Then write 10 thoughts of how you want to think. If you could believe anything about the surgery, then practice those 10 thoughts. I had them on a note in my phone that I read every day, every time I would freak out. I brought them into the waiting room and read them when I thought I was going to cry. The second strategy is to allow your emotions. I have a whole episode on this, episode 11. It is mainly about grief, but you can apply it to any emotion. Listen to that and learn the step-by-step process. But to summarize, you want to go into your body and feel the sensations versus staying in your head with the thoughts. You want to ride the emotion like a wave and allow it to be there until it goes. The final strategy is more of a thought. It is not unsafe, just unknown. I'm going to say that again. It is not unsafe, just unknown. I was interpreting the surgery as unsafe, but really it was just unknown. I repeated that thought to myself every time I began to feel unsafe until I changed my brain and it became a belief system. I still say this thought to myself even to this day. It's a goodie. By doing these three strategies, I overcame my fear of surgery. I hope they will help you know generally what will happen and how to overcome the fear. You got this. If you're going through laparoscopic surgery or have endo, friend me on Instagram at Simply Jewel Coaching so I can cheer you on and support you. Have a wonderful rest of your week, my friends. Until next time. If you love the podcast and if you have liked what you have heard so far, I would love it if you could leave me a five-star rating and a review. Reviews help others find this podcast and help them get the strategies that they need to thrive during infertility. Remember to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode, but maybe you want to take this work to a deeper level. I have the perfect coaching program for you. Go to www.simplyjewel.com forward slash empowered infertility to learn more about my signature one-on-one coaching program, empowered infertility in 90 days and apply to work with me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Infertility Life Coach Podcast. See you next time.